Okay, guys, here we are this week, and we're going to be talking about the Fife property market and the impending property crash. <laughs> um, so the Fife property market, 30th of January to the 5th of February, which is yesterday, looking right across the whole market in terms of the number of properties, say, come on, the number of properties actually sold went under offer. Again, as I say, it gives a strong indication about where we are in terms of the market. A couple of articles that we did last week in shows and podcasts, plus what's coming soon, what's sold, and what's over the line, keys handed over. Because uh, that gives you a good indication about what the prices are getting in your area. That's what we want to know. How much are we getting? Is there a impending property crash or not? Uh, we'll cover a wee bit at the end about the uh, wealth creation show as well and what we're dealing with that, uh, what, we're, what we're doing with that this week, uh, tomorrow night at 6.30. Uh, but for now, let's crack on. Okay, so across the property market in Fife this week, um, or last week just passed, um, you can see 12 properties come on. Um, five properties actually went under offer in the Cooper area, East Nook. Two versus six went under offer. No surprise there about the East Nook. It's quite interesting because I've got a year to date for January last year and January this year coming up. And it will give you the stark contrast in the property numbers in terms of the months uh, starting in January last year compared to this year. Um, but this is actually quite revealing as well. Um, the St Andrews area, five versus three. Uh, Leavenmouth 7 versus 13, Dunfermline 37 versus 31, uh, 10 versus 6 for Glenrothes. Um, see, everything seems to be all down on the numbers um, in terms of the number of properties getting sold in comparison to this fever pitch. Um, so, hence the reason why I said about a property crash impending possibly. Um, 37 versus 39 over the line. So, overall, 110 properties in the five property market listed uh, last week. Um, and the week just passed, and 103 properties actually sold. Huge difference to what it was last January. So this is what it was like last January. Amazing. Look at that. 108%, 144%, 89%, 154%, 106%, 130%, 129%, and 120% overall. So that was the number of properties last January, not this January, but the January 2021, versus um, the number of properties actually sold and went under offer. So you could see that 356 actually got um, on the market last the last January in 2021. 428 actually sold and went under offer, which was a fever pitch and a boom uh, in terms of the market. Uh, we'll look at the Boxing Day bounce as well, actually, in, in the graph of that. We'll finalise that and just close it off for January and show you a huge difference in demand as well. Uh, so 120% overall for the year be uh, the year before. Um, compare it with this year, and this January just passed. Wow, look at that. Big difference, isn't it? 82% overall. So you can see the numbers there. 27 listed in Cooper, 22 sold under offer, 18 versus 11 in the East Nuke area. See, that last one actually was quite misleading. It actually showed you there at East Nuke 2. 2 came on, 6 sold. But actually, in the month of the East Nuke, it was 18 came on and 11 only sold. Uh, now, I know we're selling quite a lot in that area, so there's another agent or uh, another two or three agents maybe bringing property on that aren't actually selling them in the same period. Um, so St Andrews 25 versus 13, huge difference, 50% demand almost. Um, so Leavemouth 35 versus 38, Dunfermline 128 versus 102, uh, Clonothis 50 versus 45, 117 versus 95. Overall, as I said, 400 properties listed, 326 sold. Last year, at this time, 428 sold. That's almost, that's 100 more 
um, went under offer and sold a year ago. So is the is the market ready to crash? Are we going to have a realignment and a correction in the marketplace? Well, let's look at the Boxing Day bounce. So Boxing Day bounce, here we go. Now, this is our website. This actually shows us the numbers. Um, so you can see just here, I'll make this maybe just a wee bit bigger to take these graphs out a wee bit. Just bear with me till I can catch this and take that out and let you see. So you can see there in terms of the market, uh, just let me see if I can get that. Well, it seems to, there you go. Here we go. So Boxing Day Bounce, um, we've got 47,000 uh, actual people came on our website within this period. There's the, there's the Christmas period here. Now this is the, the thick black, uh, blue line here is actually this year from the Boxing Day Bounce. So from the 25th of December right up to the end of January. So you can see that there and the gold line is the average all the way through. But you can see the year before in the previous period, the dotted line. And then you can see the pink line, which is the average all the way through the previous year. So there's a huge amount of demand out there still. Um, so so the, there's, a, there's a mixed message here. You know, in one vein, we're actually seeing that there's less properties going under offer and sold in the, in the January period compared to the previous period. But in this same vein, it's the other way around. The demand is actually a lot higher this year in terms of last year. So there's more demand, less getting sold, recipe for boom it's coming so get yourself prepared the reality is if you're looking at a house now to get it to, to make an offer on it make it now because there's a huge demand out there and you'll find that the restriction and supply will come back through again uh, as the numbers go down overall right throughout the market so if you've got a property you're looking to offer on please do it pretty quick that's my best advice to you the other thing as well what i would suggest is um, if you've got a property to sell, to make yourself in a position to proceed. So in other words, if you can't buy before you can sell, because you have to sell to proceed, um, that's, where it, that's where everything is. The reality is that you'll get very limited amount of people or sellers actually going to accept an offer It's from someone. It's not in a position to proceed. In other words, they've not got the house in the market. They've no idea what their house is worth. They've not even had anybody look at their house to assess it, to see if it is worth, it, is, it will sell easily. Um, they'll, they'll not take an offer on you for that reason. So in the best situation you could put yourself in is in a position to proceed. Uh, and ideally, you're going to have to make an offer and the seller can't refuse at this point in time. Uh, and that comes in in an early offer. A lot of people out there, and I hear this every single time, where, where um, buyers come to me and say, I'll wait for the closing date. Why on earth would you want to wait for the closing date and let everybody else get a chance of getting their ducks in a row before you or at the same time as you? If you've got your ducks in a row now, you make an offer and then therefore you force everybody else's hand. Ultimately, this is a game of poker. You don't wait till everybody else gets the best hand possible and then deliver your hand. You do it straight away and you get in there like before everybody else. No one will use your offer. And this is a, this is why a lot of people are conditioned into doing this. They think their offer is going to be used, uh, or I used to think like this, your offer is going to be used as a mechanism to get everybody else's offer up. The reality is it's not. Um, I've, learned by, I've learned by wisdom <laughs> and experience um, that that is not the case. If you make an offer quickly, then you potentially get it get it before everyone else. That's how I managed to get 17 properties last year myself, all below 
market value. And I'll say that again, 17 properties last year, all below market value. What does that say about what I'm doing? I'm doing it right. And I'm telling you, that's what you need to do. Force everybody else's hand as a result of that. Okay, let's pop back to this. Um, we'll pop back to this uh, Boxing Day bounce and have a wee look at this again. Uh, now, I'll look at the numbers coming, uh, the properties that I've got over the line, and then I'll tell you the ones that are coming soon. So watch out for these. Uh, as, if there's any questions, please put them in the comments. I will catch them towards the end. More than happy to do that for you. So what we've sold this week, and this will give you a strong indication about where we are in terms of things and where you could be as well. Um, so this one at Hill, Hillview um, uh, at Backwind in Falkland. Now, this was a three-bed cottage. Um, I mean, stunning views to the Lomond Hills out the side. And this was one that offers over 260000 Now, what I can tell you at this point in time, this went for way over the home report value. So if you have a property like this, uh, and, and, and you're thinking 260000 is a real good amount for that these types of properties, then, then please get in touch with us because potentially we can get you an offer you can't refuse as well. Uh, four, 12 to 14 Largo Road uh, and London Lynx is gone. It's gone way over the home report value. Um, it is away. It took every other agent before it was sold and then we sold it again to try and sell this property over the last 10 years. And we've sold it in 10 weeks, effectively, um, for an offer more than everybody else tried to sell it for before. What does that say about what we're doing? Eh? Um, so let's look at this one as well. Um, 15 Queen Margaret Street. Um, this actually um, was sold as well within three weeks in St. Monin's. Three bedroom, semi-detached, great family home. This was at offers over 200,000. So if you have a property like this in the St. Monin's area or East Nook area, um, then there's real good demand for these types of properties. Um, West Forth and Cellar uh, Dyke is a two bedroom apartment. This needed a lot of work done in it. Uh, a lot of work done in it, actually. Um, and that's a uh, close proximity to the harbour, the beach, the coastal path. This was listed at offers over 140,000 and it went way over the home report value again. Um, and the next one here, uh, to give you a good indication, um, we also have uh, Shan Terrace. That was a way we had a huge amount of demand for this type of property in the East Weems area. I'm actually quite surprised because East Weems is a bit in between, between Kirkcaldy and, um, and Leavenmouth. And, and you know, you've got to want to live in East Weems, to be honest. That's Or we used to think that. But you'd be amazed at the amount of people who are, are more than happy to live in East Weems. And the amount of people that actually inquired about this property was actually unbelievable. Um, so this is a two-bedroom semi-detached house and a huge driveway, as you can see there, uh, tastefully finished inside. This was listed at over 120000 went way over the value as well. Um, 16 Law View in Leaven, four-bedroom detached house. This was at the Campion Home site, just outside in the Cooper Road. Uh, one of the new builds there. Um, it was a substantial plot, finished a high standard. It was listed at offers of 295000 And again, it went over the home report value. Um, okay, um, and that's the ones this week. In terms of what we've got coming soon, let me talk to you about coming soon. Uh, Durward Drive, um, we did a pre-portal for that on Friday. If you've not seen that, go into the East Nuke um, Facebook page and you'll see the pre-portal for Durward Drive. That was a four-bedroom semi-detached in an ideal location house. Um, a beautiful uh, house inside, a balcony as well, nice back garden, ensuite bathroom, uh, shower room, sorry, a family bathroom and upstairs it had a WC and it had the 
living room and dining room open plan and dining kitchen as well. So this one is actually, it's a pre-portal stage just now. It will be going on the website soon. So if you want to get in there before everyone else for this type of property, get in there quick. Offers over 290,000, this is it. Um, Dornoch Place in Glenrothes, a pre-portal will be live tomorrow for this property. It's a four-bedroom, semi-detached, with a garage and a driveway. So Dornoch Place in Glenrothes, pre-portal, uh, four-bedroom, semi-detached. The pre-portal will be live tomorrow, and that will be on the Glenrothes Facebook page. So that will be live. Jimmy Mullen will be doing that. He'll also be doing a pre-portal um, as well for uh, Kinloch Drive in Glenrothes. That's a three-bedroom bungalow. Bungalows are like hen's teeth. They're very rare to get, uh, and they don't come up very often. So that will be very popular as well. Again, follow the Facebook page for Glenrothes to see that one when Jimmy Mullen goes live. Okay, completed this week. Quickly, let's talk about completed. Now, this is keys handed over, so I can now tell you values and prices. Um, Simpson Court and uh, three-bedroom uh, terraced house in Creil, uh, that was listed at 160000 That went for 180000 20000 over the home report value. That gives you a good indication about what you'd expect to pay for these types of properties. Uh, Linwood Drive and Leaven, two-bedroom semi-detached house. It was sold, uh, it was on at 115000 So a two-bedroom semi-detached house at Linwood Drive and Leaven was listed at 115000 and it sold for 120000 now, I've not heard of a two-bedroom semi-detached going for 120000 in the Linwood Drive area. Um, so, so it just shows you what we're achieving in comparison to other agents. Um, 27 Alder Terrace, a two-bedroom end terrace, that was listed at 110000 offers over, and that was sold to a first-time buyer and a first-home family. Uh, 30 Adamson, uh, here we go, 30 Adamson Terrace and Leaving, a two-bedroom ground floor flat, Two-bedroom ground floor flat listed at offers over 70,000 went for 83,500. Two-bedroom ground floor flats are going for 83,500 in the Adamson Terrace area. It went to a closing date and five other people missed out. There's a huge demand for these types of properties. As I said in previous shows before, flats will now increase exponentially in terms of value because first-time buyers will go for them because houses are now beginning to the stage where they're out of their reach. The two-bedroom semi-detached house used to be in Linwood Drive, about the 90,000 to 100,000 mark, which was in the reach of a first-time buyer. Now they've gone for 120,000. It's no longer. So they're having to consider flats. Hence the reason the flats market has got a huge audience now for it, especially if they're in a really good condition. This one's beautiful inside. But 83,500 for a two-bedroom flat and leaving, that to me is a, is a, a bit of a record. Um, so 65 James Street and Cellar Dyke, four-bedroom terraced house uh, with an annex property outside. In other words, a granny flat out the back. That was listed at 425,000. That went for 500,000. So 75,000 over the home report value. Two other people missed out on this property. So if you've got a property in the Cellar Dyke area, which is a four-bedroom terraced house, and it has an annex granny flat off the back, where the old net lofts are, so net lofts with the garages off the back, um, in between the garden, that was converted into another property itself, um, part of the initial property itself, um, but that went for 75000 over the home report value. Again, two other people missed out because of that, um, because of this property. Um, okay, so they are all very, very popular. Um, 
A couple of things as well. Matthew, I'll quickly take your um, question here. Um, hello, Jim. How do you do? You have any advice for what things you can negotiate on when buying a new build property? Also, is is now a good a, a good time to buy new? Uh, yeah. Okay. So buying new build properties, if it's direct from the if it's direct from the um, uh, builder, uh, often the builder will have incentives as well, like carpets and decoration, uh, upgrading kitchen tiles and stuff like that as well. Um, and also the might um, when it's coming to the end of the development, um, they might actually give you a discount on the price. Don't don't tell them I told you that. But often you just want rid of them. So they want it quickly away so they can get the development finished because they've only got one or two properties. They've still got security on site as well. They've still got a cabin on site as well. And they've still got to do all these things. And that costs a lot of money. So rather than actually keep that on site all the time for maybe two or three properties that are left and a, and a sales team as well or a salesperson in there and that and that incumbent cost, they often discount the price of the house just to get it shifted. Maybe a 5% discount. I mean, years ago, I was getting 17% discounts on the new builds at the end of the end of the, de the development. Don't know if that's possible now. Um, if it's a new build that you're buying um, and it's a resale, if that makes sense, so it was a new build before and you resale, um, you can often just negotiate some of the things that they've got in the property to actually potentially leave. Um, but again, it's, it's part of the negotiation. And 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 remember, it's all about if the number's right, then most people are probably more than happy to leave two or three things that maybe actually don't fit their next house. And it's maybe a sigh of relief for them, to be honest, and the fact that they don't need to do anything with it or, or get rid of it. So hopefully, Matthew, that's helped you. If you're not sure about the answer, then feel free to message me direct and I'll give you more information and more advice on that. Um, finally, uh, when we're wrapping up here, let's talk about, um, I did a, Richard, uh, Richard and I did a fantastic show yesterday, Richard Cook and I, uh, the rental arithmetic. Should you be a private landlord, in other words, a sole trader investor uh, in your own name, or should you be a limited company? Um, I, now, to be honest, uh, I, I originally thought that, well, it's either one or the other, and how much more detail can go, can we go into? But I could have done a two-hour, three-hour, four-hour, five-hour show on this. All the pluses that you get from being a limited company as you grow a portfolio in terms of wealth, in terms of return, in terms of yield as well. But also, if you're a smaller landlord looking just to start off and make some some extra money just to tide you over and invest, a, you know, some of your savings because you're getting nothing in the bank. You're literally getting 0.1%. I, I think I got an email from a bank the other day saying you're getting 1%, 0.1% now on your on your money. It's like, wow, we. Um, <laughs> it's, that's never going to make any. That's going to take you about eight years to get one percent. By the way, on your money, uh, and eight years, um, you've got five percent inflation this year. You've got probably inflation next year, next year, next year. So by the time you get to eight years and you get one percent on your money, your money is probably devalued about twenty percent in that time. So this is why potentially it's safe as houses if you invest it in houses. And that's really what it comes down to. There is an emerging market, and there's always been an emerging market out there for a demand for good quality rental accommodation. I can't say that so much. Uh, there's lots of people out there need it for flexibility of job, flexibility of labour, um, and they choose. There are generation rent out there that choose not to buy just now because it doesn't suit their circumstances. This is the market is here just now. And it's a lot of people actually need these type of accommodation. Uh, plus the fact there's people that, they, you know, the council can't accommodate because they've sold off all their stock and they still need housing as well. And this is why it's good to actually invest in mainstream residential rentals. 
look at it this way. I was looking the day on my um, social media channel and it popped up from three, maybe four, five years ago, actually, a house in St. Andrews at 200,000, five years ago. I was putting on at 200,000. Now, I know it went for 210,000, but that same house today, five years later, if, if, well, the guy did actually invest in it because he bought it, but he lived in it himself, but he actually bought more property around about the area and similar types of houses at the time as well. Uh, good investment, Duncan, by the way. Um, that same property now will be 310,000. Within a five-year period, that property has probably increased 100,000 pounds. That's 50% return. Plus the fact if you had it rented, he would have made money on the rent as well and had an income. So wealth creation plus rent and income. We're going to talk about that tomorrow night on the, on the wealth creation show at 6.30, live on my social media channel. The channels are in this post itself. You can click on anyone you want and you can watch the show live. You can ask questions live. We will teach you how to find the best tenant and what to, how to go about that as well. That, so that's what we're doing tomorrow night. Previous weeks in the playlist are there on YouTube as well. Um, so you can watch all the previous weeks where we looked at financing the property. We looked at actually finding the property as well. We talked about what wealth creation is and what income is as well, because a lot of people confuse income for wealth. The two of them are not the same. Income's taxed, wealth isn't. That's the key here. And that's how people remain wealthy, because they build wealth, they don't create income, or they create income at the same time. But they keep the wealth building at the same time as well. So we talked about that rental arithmetic in the in the show uh, yesterday, and you can click on that. You can see the podcast. Um, you can listen to the podcast. You can watch the show um, and everything else. And um, we also talked about this article about. Um, uh, did you know there's over thirty thousand pensioners and and homes in Fife that could be forced to sell their homes because of the rising energy bills? Um, they're going to go up fifty percent in April. That's a horrendous figure. And when you think about this, over 30,000 pensioners in Fife, they're struggling already, it's a lot of them, and they're in bigger houses, but they don't have anywhere to downsize to because there's not enough housing stock in the market, as we just talked about just now. There is literally hardly any properties in the market just now. Um, so we need more bungalows, if that's possible, for the elderly population to actually downsize to to allow the middle market to upsize to their houses and allow the people and the first-time buyers to upsize into the middle market. And it keeps a healthy flow of the housing stock. So we clearly also need a lot more houses built, more affordable houses, if anything. And I can't beat that drum enough. Um, let's talk about um, valuations. If you want a valuation of your property, you don't need to speak to us at all. I've put the link in here again, as usual, to the instant valuation tool we have you just click on that instant valuation tool. You put your details in, literally 30 seconds. It's all down to 30 seconds now. We buy in the car. <laughs> but it's all down to 30 seconds. You do it in 30 seconds. Put your information in. Put your house in. Put your address in. It gives you three different valuations for rental and also three different valuations for the actual value of the house itself. Um, you can choose which valuation you're in. There'll be a broad range there because it's all based on mint condition. You can move in and do it as you go and it needs a bit of work. That's the three different levels. Uh, and it also tells you the rental values as well. So if you think about renting, it gives you a good idea about rental values. Um, okay, so that's it, guys. Um, again, as I say, I've put all the links onto our pages for the for the Wealth Creation Show tomorrow night at 6.30. I hope you're going to take the opportunity to tune in. 
Um, we have my LinkedIn profile. We have the YouTube channel. We have the Twitter channel. We have the podcast as well, which is produced later. Um, and again, uh, tune in tomorrow night, 630. Uh, you never know. This could be the year that your wealth begins to increase as a result. If you believe it, it will happen. If you don't believe it, it will happen. Either way, it happens. You think it, if you think positive, it will happen. If you think negative, it's going to happen. We'll also talk about that in the Wealth Creation Show tomorrow night as well. Bye-bye for now.